purpose, unwavering supernatural humility, the push. Hi everyone, I am Patrice, the host and founder of the Push Talk Show and your PR networker. Welcome to another episode of the Push Talk Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another segment. It is the first segment for the Push Talk Show for 2020, and I have a very, very special guest with me, Miss Novia Reed. Um, I know you guys are just going to have a wonderful time hearing from Novia, hearing her testimony, her becoming story, just of all the things that God's been doing in her life. And so it is with my great pleasure that I introduce to you Novia Reed. She's a licensed clinical social worker, transformational speaker, and founder of Inspire, Encourage, and Equip. So Novia, welcome to the Push Talk Show. Thank you, Patrice. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. And hello to your listeners. Yes, I know they're happy to have you as you have now shined a ray of sunshine into our 2020. Um, with you just being here um, to share with us your becoming story. Now, um, they might be wondering if we're related because we are both read. The names are spelled the same. <laughs> And guys, I was sharing with Novia earlier that usually when people hear, when I would hear that someone's last name is Reed and it's spelled the same exact way, I would be researching um, because I didn't know my dad until I was 16. And so I was always curious as to if I'm related to all the Reeds. <laughs> so there might be some connection because we're both from Jamaica, so... You just never know. We might be some cousin or something. But Novia, I just thank you for for being for joining us here on the Push Talk Show today. So I just want you to um to share a little bit about yourself, and we're we're just gonna dive right in. Share your okay. becoming story to as where you are now. Your clinical social worker, transformational speaker. How did you even start any of that? What pulled you into that path? Well, the first, how I, first of all, I never wanted to be a speaker. I never thought I would be a speaker. I never thought I would write just any of that. But, you know, I was reading this book one day called 15 Minutes Alone with God. And I was just really amazed that this woman was a speaker and a writer and her books had done so well. And her devotional book actually touched me. And you know, while I was reading the book, I heard this voice, you know, say, that's, that's going to be you one day. Mm. And I just laughed off the idea. And I'm like, no, that's not going to be <laughs> me, a speaker. No, <laughs> much less even a writer. And it just happened that the following year, just the idea and the push from God just came to write this devotional. And so I wrote, I ended up writing my first devotional at, at 26, and that's how I started the writing. And then as far as speaking, I ended up, I lived in South Korea for about nine months. I went over there to be a missionary teacher, to teach English to the adults and to the children of different ages. And so while I was there, 
one of the requirements was we had to go to another city and preach. Mm. And we we really had no choice because we were in contract and they required us to. And so I went to speak in another city. That was really my first official, I would say, official speaking engagements apart from speaking in churches, you know, doing things in church. And, you know, they put me in a nice hotel and they mm-hmm. gave me gifts. And I remember saying to God, I said, God, I could get used to this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's really how it came about. And then they asked me to preach at my local church. And then it just became from there that God just put it in my spirit that I want you to speak. And what really got me that this was something that he wanted me to do was the students had to do a survey mm-hmm. and they filled out the survey and asked about the presentation and I was just so amazed by the feedback that I'm, I'm, I was shocked that I did that, you know, not through my own strength, but I was just really amazed at how they said the presentation was really good. And so that's really how I got into into speaking. And it just reminds me of how sometimes you never know when people are talking about trying to find their purpose and how do you know your purpose. Sometimes God will just put you in situations where that will show you what it is that you're meant to do. And so that's how I ended up speaking and writing. Mm, wow. Wow. All right. So how has that just, um, I know you talked about, you know, you know, you're on different platforms and how has that kind of shaped you um, into who you are today? Because as you know, this is all about your becoming and how is that journey and that process, I would say? It's it stretched me. Mm-hmm. It's definitely helped me to be one of the things I've struggled with, you know, in the past was just authenticity because, mm-hmm. you know, I've just always been a private person and I've always been, you know, this person who keeps certain things, you know, inside about myself or just certain struggles because I don't want, I never wanted people to perceive me a certain way, especially, you know, as a Christian and as a woman and, you know, just being perceived as this very strong personality and the strong woman outwardly it was a very hard process always for me to be vulnerable and for me to be transparent and one of the things that God has really just worked on me and stressed me and it's just being vulnerable with a woman about the things that I've struggled with about self-esteem and Mm -hmm. you know with the bullying and just you know not feeling good enough for my Mm -hmm. purpose Mm -hmm. um I would see you know different women on platforms and I would even hear men speak and I'm just like you know I I can't speak like that, mm. you know, and I'm not good enough as a speaker. And God would just remind me that you're not meant to speak like them. You're right. just meant to speak like you, to yeah. speak the best way that Novia knows how to speak. And so he's really helped me to overcome challenges, which has pushed me to be a better speaker. But I would really say the greatest thing is just to help me be transparent about, you know, my struggles, particularly with the low self-esteem, not being good enough, but also just with, you know, sexual struggles and, you know, overcoming, you know, the sin of fornication and leaving that behind and being able to share that with women to let them know that it's okay to talk about those struggles so god has really used that to push me to help me to become more transparent but also to be able to own my story without shame Mm, you know and and without guilt yeah Yeah, we thank him (laughs) for we thank him for that redemption flow you know we thank you wow that's awesome that that is awesome now we're gonna get to like this 
all of it is serious, but this part of it that really <laughs> dramatically just it changed your life. Um, and some people are still in that place where they didn't fully recover. But share with me that moment when you were planning your wedding, get plan to get married, right? And yeah. and and what happened? What took place? Well, you know, uh, I really that situation. You know, I really i had always heard people say you know that your whole life can change in a moment but mm -hmm. like until you actually live it it's you i really didn't understand what people meant and that day i really understood what people meant like i literally just felt like my whole shattered my whole world just shattered and what was really different about that was because i thought that was it you know i had been single for a while i had walked a mile i had stayed faithful to god so i thought god this was it this was the one and then so when it happened and he passed from a brain aneurysm i my whole world shattered i was mm -hmm. angry at god i i told god i i hated him i was just like how could you do this to me i was doing everything mm -hmm. it was a mess wow. and um I really struggled internally and you know me being a licensed clinical social worker I worked as a therapist and so you know one of the struggles I had was you know I thought about hey you know what I think you need to go to counseling you know and I'm reasoning in my head and said no you can't go to counseling you're a therapist mm. how's the therapist gonna go to therapy right you know? right so, um but I had a dear friend of mine who just, you know, who has been a rock for me. And she said, Novia, I really think you need to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And I was just really crying. There were nights where I just cried alone, just profusely mm -hmm. in the car at work. It was, and I even, I remember one time just I had to pull over in the car because I just heard, you know, the devil say you, you could just go ahead and just, you know, like crash your car. And I remember having to just pull over because I'm like, it was so overwhelming and I just saw nothing good come out of it. And so mm -hmm. I decided to, you know, get pastoral counseling, which really helped. And, you know, he didn't tell me how to grieve, but he allowed me to really see that there was a possibility that something good could come out of this mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that really helped me to get through this was that you know when the anger and everything passed away something did come out of it because five of his, five of his organs you know got donated to mm -hmm. five different people right and um out of that i actually just five years later i just created a grief coaching program for mm. you know for adults and so you know people who heard my story said you know i'm really encouraged and when people are struggling with grief mm -hmm. you know i'm able to use that story and it would be a story i couldn't tell if i mm. hadn't if i hadn't right. lived it right right and um so I've just learned what really helped me was just seeing that God was still good in spite of it and just to see that he still had a purpose for me and he still would allow me to be able to love again after it. Mm -hmm. That's what really kind of helped me push through it, to yeah. be honest with you. Wow. So. Wow. Now, I want you to go back a little bit for me as far as how far were you guys, did you already have a date set? What was, what was the process like? <laughs> Let's talk about, I know it might be a little, you know, sore place. No, 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 it's, it's, it's okay. We had, it's so funny you asked that because we had actually picked the ring out together. We shopped online. Mm -hmm. We picked the ring out. 
And I said, that's the ring I want. He didn't tell me when he bought it. I actually got the ring. His best friend gave it to me Mm -hmm. after he died. Mm. But I picked out the ring and he purchased it. And in my mind, I was saying to him, okay, we got the ring. We started planning the venue. We started planning the guest list. But I'm like, okay, why hasn't he proposed? Mm -hmm. And I kind of said to him, I'm like, indirectly, you know, hey, what's going on? Right. And he's just like, you know, God hasn't given me the confirmation yet. Mm. And hindsight, I understand why mm-hmm. now, right. but I didn't understand it then. And now that I really, um, now that I've experienced what happened, I, I believe it would have been a lot harder mm-hmm. had we actually been married and we had actually gone through with the wedding mm-hmm. um grief is grief but i think it would have been a lot harder had we settled into married life which is why he god he said god didn't give him the go-ahead though we knew we wanted to get married we knew we were meant for each other he said for some reason god hadn't given him the go-ahead to actually pop the question mm-hmm. and so that's where we were in the planning process i had my books mm-hmm. out you know women we start to get our books ready and start looking at samples we right. started looking at venues and so that's where we were in the process mm-hmm. and yeah and then that moment happened well yes. I I know there are women and even men who are going to be listening to this segment and they might have gone through similar experiences. Um, Some, yes, they may have lost them to death, but there's also that grieving process for people who thought they were going to get married and they didn't, you know, the person chose someone else or somewhere along the line. Um, I just want you to encourage, I know it's a little early, but I, I want you to nip this part right there and just encourage someone in that moment um based on what they might be going through right now when it comes i like the way one of the greatest things that god has really allowed me to um, experience is to enjoy the wait mm-hmm. whether it's waiting for that new person or waiting to get married is to really enjoy Um, the weight of where they are now until he blesses them Mm -hmm. and to trust that during the weight God is building them for what their heart is hoping for Mm -hmm. Um, you know because I know like because I've been there I've experienced the last part but I've also experienced the breaking up part when somebody did choose someone else and it was really a rough time and I didn't see the possibility of me meeting someone else Mm -hmm. and it really just allowed me to focus that And so I really just want to let somebody know is let God be the center of your joy right now. Mm -hmm. Let God heal you. Let God restore you. Let God perfect his love and his character in you and enjoy life. And at the right time, Mm -hmm. God will bless you with your heart's desires. And it is so cliche. It sounds Mm -hmm. cliche, but Mm -hmm. I've learned that the truth because that's the truth I have lived and it's the truth I'm living all over again. Mm -hmm. God wants people to enjoy where they are now and heal from where they are now so that when he actually blesses them with what they desire it can be the best thing that they've experienced. The best. Because 
if we don't learn to heal from where we are, if we don't learn to trust God and love God in the journey, then it won't be the best experience. What mm-hmm. we would hope would be a blessing would actually turn into our demise. And so I just want to encourage everybody, enjoy the journey where you are now. Allow God to heal you, to restore you, to renew you, mm-hmm. and just have fun and live the best life as where you are now until God blesses you. Mm-hmm. Until when? Yes, until when. What what was your healing process like? Because you, you, you told God all these things, you know, how could you do this? You know, I hate you, all this stuff. What was it like? When you when did you get like that moment of revelation that you know, and start to heal? I I think a big part of it for me was I actually took a drive, a weekend drive mm-hmm. from Miami to High Springs, Florida. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get away and I drove up there by myself five hours just listening to music and it was in that moment I went to a place called Camp Kalakwa. It's a retreat place where individuals can go, couples can go, anybody can really go there. Um, and I've been there before so I knew what it offered and it was just a very tranquil place and I just took the time to be there and to have a heart to heart with God and I remember reading something I don't remember exactly what yes this this is what it was I remember God speaking to me and letting me know that while Jesus you know was on the cross that he could have actually taken him down but he left him there for a purpose Mm. and the purpose was us Mm. And though it was hard to watch his son die, though it was hard to watch his only his creation, his you know Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you know I guess you would you could probably say other part of him, other half of him on that cross, just being beaten and mocked. It was for a purpose, and so in that moment, God just spoke to me and said, "I I know it hurts, I I know you're hurting." But I allowed this to happen for a purpose. And in that moment, I got revelation. And in that moment, I got clarity. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I got peace because God made the greatest comparison with his son. And compared to what I went through, to what Jesus went through, there was really no comparison. But God used that comparison to let me know that I understand the gravity of your pain. Mm. And I understood, I understand your suffering because I faced that suffering too. And I just needed to let you know that my son had a purpose. And so in David's death, there was a purpose. And out of that purpose, I have grown, to be honest with you, to be a much stronger woman but I've also have a story to tell and those people who got a chance at there are five people who now got a chance to live a little bit longer mm-hmm. because they got his organs and I don't know these people I don't know what lives they're living I don't know how God is using them to be a testimony and the good thing about it is they would walk with God like when I tell you the epitome of walking with God he was it so I felt good and comfortable to know that he died in God and so that was really my revelation that God was like, I know you're hurting. I, I know you feel this. I felt it too. But just as how there was a purpose for Jesus, that there was a purpose for me allowing David to mm-hmm. die. And so mm-hmm. that was my, my revelation. Wow. It always goes back to the gospel. 
yeah. it, it goes back always to the gospel of his his love is 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 deep love for us in sending us his only begotten son wow that is awesome this is a great testimony i am in awe and i really do enjoy every interview that comes on it's always like it's the first interview ever and it's the unique and it's special um because it's something i've never heard before and and so god is doing a work um through the push talk show and through the different um special guest that comes through so i just pray that as you guys are listening that you are receiving and that you're seeing yourself through the eyes of jesus as these different um guests testify of of his goodness and of him taking them through now novia i i want to talk to you about the push right and i know you mentioned god pushing you um several times throughout this conversation um but the purpose being unwavering in your faith and allowing the supernatural of hand of God to move in your life and just the humility that you have, even in your speech, even in, as you talk, as you share, there's just such a calm with you. I, I want you to share just your moment of push because now you're tr- helping other people to transform. You're helping other people through their grief. Share your moment of push for us. So I think my moment of push was I've had different moments, but the one of the most recent ones was when I actually heard um, somebody, when I was sharing a story of mine, and I actually heard someone, you know, say that they've been better because of what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. And God used that moment to really build my faith and to really strengthen me to say that, you know, you cannot waver um, in your faith. And God has used that to really help me overcome and to really go beyond Mm -hmm. um, what I'm used to. But what that person said and what people have told me, actually, let me share this. Let me back up and share this. I was actually, um, I was speaking somewhere about self-forgiveness. And I was, after I was finished actually speaking, a woman came up to me and she said, this is your, um, she said, you have a gift. It was a pastor, a woman pastor. And she said, you have a gift. And I'm like me. And she said, yes. And, um, what was really, that was my moment of push because she didn't know, but I had never liked my voice before. Mm because I was bullied in middle school and I was mocked in middle school. So I would always read aloud and the kids would make fun of me because of my Jamaican accent. So I stopped reading aloud Mm. and I actually shrunk, you know, and I started getting really low grades in school just so the kids wouldn't tease me. And so when in that moment when she said, you have a gift, that really propelled me to say, wow, this is what really what God wants me to do. And for him to use somebody else to tell me, that just did something to me that, and before I had never listened to myself recorded. Mm-hmm. And I started to listen to myself and to hear myself and to actually love the voice and to actually see myself as a gift. And that was a push because the moment I started to see myself and my voice as a gift, it allowed me to actually launch into who I 
would be as a speaker now and to actually do videos without feeling that my voice is ugly and without feeling that I'm not good enough as a speaker. And so God used that moment to really propel me to embrace who I am and to feel comfortable enough to be able to share my own voice with other people. And so, yes, that was, of all the push moments that I've had, that mm-hmm. was, I would really say that that one was a, a moving one for me, mm-hmm. I would say. Wow. Wonderful. Oh, that is wonderful. Uh, it's the very things that we deemed not good enough or I don't like my voice and here's it. God is now using you to be a speaker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, never expect it. <laughs> yep. Those areas, any areas that you're most attack in, I believe. And, totally. I, and I am a testament to that. The areas that God wants you to be in, where he purposed for you to be in, those are always the areas that you get attacked in most. And then he knows it. And so we are just thankful that the Lord has always proven himself to us, like proven who he is in our life, that he is God and he is God alone. And whatever it is that he put in us to do, it must come forth. All we have to do is surrender ourselves to him. Well, Novia, I just thank you so much for, for being on the show and for sharing your heart and just just sharing that becoming part of you because people will see you and if they've never been in a room with you they don't know um, no. your testimony <laughs> but here you are on the push talk show being able to now express yourself and share um, your becoming story and your moments of push so I just want to thank you again and if anyone of our audience wanted to contact you please give us your contact information well, my website information is www.inspireencourageequip. So those three words, .com. That's www.inspireencourageequip. And they can reach me at my telephone number, which is 786-657-4310. It's 786-657-4310. All right. And you're on social media? Yes, I'm on social media. I'm Novia Reed. So I have a Facebook page, uh, an official Facebook page for my company. So you can type in Novia Reed and it will come up. And I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. So you can definitely follow me at just type in Novia Reed and you'll find me. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. So go on over and support Novia in all her endeavors. She's an author. Um, Go on over and see her devotionals and just support her and, and just tell someone if you know someone who has who is grieving or who has grieved in the past or probably still grieving because they never did go and get that help i hope this testimony um that novia shared today will be um will just as her business inspire encourage and get to that place where you can equip yourself in order to help others because i believe as soon as we get our healing you know we allow the lord to just use our story and use us in ways to help others develop and, and heal so thank you again novia thank um you for, for having me I for being here that. thank you yes yes it's a pleasure to have you here and guys i just want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the push talk show with your host patrice reed your pr networker and your push coach god bless you and until our next episode stay blessed stay covered and remember that you were made by love you were created by love for love to love you were made for love too god bless Thank you.